This is a We Are On We production. I'll give us a bit of a intro. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> Welcome back, Chris. We're back for a, another one-on-one. Yeah. You and me. Hello. And we're going back. We're going back to... Like, it was a, a bit of a format we explored mm. a while ago. And it is the... We're going to do a bit of a, you know, a bit of an on-wing news dump. We're going to go through some stories, some... I have no idea what stories you've got this time. Last time, what what did we get last time? There was, I remember there was one about a guy, a gay, I think he was gay as well, and he didn't get his, like, his license till he was, like, 40-something. That's the one that sticks out in my head right now. Yeah, and he failed, like, yeah, tons and tons and tons of times at the tests. That was pretty funny. Oh, that, that is pretty funny. But now, we've got another, we've got another few stories coming up. Hopefully, it's much better than our last episode. I don't think it was a bad episode, but, you know, we'll just... Finding our feeding, but let's see how this goes. So, Chris, what do you got? All right, Hit me. so um, in the world of Instagram, there's this new craze going around, the glass-walled swimming pool craze. So mm. basically, um, so these days, selfies are almost as important as sun, sea, and sand when taking a summer holiday. The latest social media trend for vacation photos is cheekier than most, though, Ooh. and it comes about <laughs> thanks to a rise in glass-walled swimming pools. Hotels and beach clubs have started to build their pools with transparent sides. So you know what a glass-walled swimming pool is, right? It's like the... Yeah, so it's like a pool with a... A glass wall. Glass, yeah, basically. Yeah, so basically, basically you can see yeah. into the water through the pool, right? Hmm. And the Instagram users have inevitably turned them into a social media opportunity. These glass-walled swimming pools allow people to see people swimming underwater from outside, which is perfect for people who like all eyes on them. So, women in bikinis are now making full use of the glass wall by pressing their bums up against the side for photo shoots. So, yeah. Just imagine really? that. Really? Yeah. So, I'm looking at the photos here on the mm-hmm. thing and Jesus. Um, so, from Dubai and Mexico to Las Vegas, Instagrammers are leaving little to no imagination as they, as they share their new underwater belfies. Apparently, they're called belfies. Um, belfies, if, interesting. Yeah, if you're tempted to get on board with your own belfie photo shoot, here are some of the most popular see-through swimming pools around the globe. So the Zero Gravity uh, Infinity Pool in Dubai, mm. that's a big one. Uh, one of the most popular new belfie spots is Zero Gravity in Dubai, with its 39-meter glass-fronted infinity swimming pool. 39 meter, that's pretty good. That's Jesus Christ. Um, on any given day, you're likely to spot party goers pressing their bums up against the pool glass for a picture. There's yet again more bums here. God, so many bums. Oh, Jesus um, Christ. Over in America, it's hardly surprising that Vegas is one of the trailblazers of the pool belfy trend. Oh, God, of course, Vegas. Um, the desert city is famous for its pool parties, with even the likes of Prince Harry attending a bash at the Encore oh. Beach Club. Mm, Prince Harry, nice. In the Mirage Hotel's bar pool lounge in Las Vegas, swimmers can take mm-hmm. enough photos next to the pool's glass wall. So there's uh, the Carlotta Hotel in Mexico City. Um, 
opened in Mexico last year. Okay, so this one's pretty new. Featuring the contemporary art installations, impressive modern architecture, and of course, a glass-walled swimming pool. <laughs> so it's a 30-meter glass wall. Oh, wow. Looking at the pictures, it's pretty cool. Um, probably the photo that started it all. This photo was taken at an exclusive hotel in Fiji. Um, it has been shared thousands of times in various forms online. So it's this really long pool, and there's a girl standing there with a bum pressed against the glass wall, looking like down down the pool. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool photo. Yeah, that's the latest Instagram so, craze, apparently. Belfies. It, oh Jesus Christ! So well, the, it's a, okay. Speaking of Instagram first and Instagram models, there are so many people that have used their looks and that. And whatnot, because like Instagram obviously is a photo-first platform, and it's probably the first. It's the it's the first app that is really photo-based. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like uh, uh, other than yeah. Snapchat, of course. Like that's probably one of the other main ones. Yeah, but like for for the thing with Snapchat, it's there's not like for example, there's not really much of a a search. It's not really search optimized or discovery uh, optimized. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and that's why Instagram's so big. Yeah, and. People make livings of just photos of themselves in bikinis and doing all this stuff and promoting different products and they'll make hundreds of like with a decent following, like let's say you have a hundred thousand dollars a hundred thousand dollars, hundred thousand followers. <laughs> yeah. And a company asks you to promote their let's just say bikini. And sometimes these girls will post like twice a day, three times a day. Yeah. And each day they might post a new and like a new advertisement for like it might be the same brand or it might be like a few similar brands. Like, in a week, they could make a few thousand dollars with ease with 100,000 people following them. Oh, of Depends course, on engagement, yeah. of course. But, yeah. like, imagine making a living off off that. Yeah. But then on the other, I'm playing devil's advocate. Like, monetizing your body. <laughs> I don't like that because it's like, what substance is there to that? But then again, like, isn't Marty in some way? You're using your body to make money there, Matt? In a, in a way, but see, I'm extremely attractive. Ah, and, okay. And see, like, I have a very niche audience yes. of younger males wanting to see me with my shirt off. Yes. Just in my underpants. I, I can understand it's, that, yeah. Yep. It's autistic mod- modeling, as I like to call it. Autistic modeling, right. That's, it's a thing. There's, it's there's canon. A, exactly. There's, <laughs> there's, there's an audience for everything. There's an audience for people shitting on other people's chests in porn. So there's definitely an audience for autistic modeling. Goodness gracious! Yes, Goodness definitely. Goodness gracious! But um, with but it's it's an Instagram craze. Interesting. Like, I'd never heard of this. I'd never heard of people placing their bums up against glass walls. I wouldn't think that would catch on. You wouldn't think that it. Well, then, well, it, then again, a lot of sh- stupid things catch on. A yes. lot of fidget spinners, um, planking. Fidget spinners. <laughs> oh oh yes, planking. Yep. A lot of stupid shit. Yeah. Oh, but, you know, each their own. Like, you know, in the end, I'm not complaining. I like myself a bit of booty, as as do we all. So, you like a bit of booty, eh, Matt? Yes. Well, uh... There's no doubt about that. It's lucky for you, because apparently my next story is also about booties. Ooh, yes. Okay. This is a this very bootylicious episode. This one's very more... It's much more upfront than the previous one. Like, that last one, they, they're wearing... They're wearing actual clothes when they do it. This one, no, no clothes. Oh god! No, so Where's this going? All right. So there's this new there's this new craze, right? It's called 
actually, well, no, it doesn't really have a name, but it's the photo traveling photo bomb craze. It's this new thing. Some woman started it. So, okay. It says the woman behind the cheeky bomb photo craze, which has been sweeping Instagram has revealed that she started the trend as a joke with her husband. The woman who wishes to remain anonymous, fair enough, started the Instagram account cheeky exploits. Uh, she said mm. the craze has left her without with thousands of strangers bottoms in her inbox. Okay, so yeah, people people are like mimicking it and then sending her the photos. She says, I absolutely never expected to have a following like this. I only started as a cheeky joke with my husband and friends. The woman from London said, I took it about eight months ago to get to get a thousand followers, as it was mostly friends for a long time. Then the media picked it up and it just went crazy. So uh, there's a photo of her and she's got her arms out, like doing like big, you know, her arms up, sort of posture. She's wearing like a really flamboyant t-shirt and then just completely naked from the waist down. And she's like looking in the opposite direction. So all you see is the bum, right? So, Interesting. Yeah. So people now, uh, okay. So I get butts from all over the world and from all kinds of butts. <laughs> I post most of them, but I have about 1,000 in my inbox. I haven't even gotten to. So it takes time. Fair enough. The Cheeky Exploits page now has more than 235,000 followers. And despite containing Jesus. an online gallery of around 320 backsides from all over the world, only a handful of bottoms have outraged Instagram users enough to report them as inappropriate. So there's one here of two ladies exposing their derrieres in front of a, uh, like a, an artwork in a museum. So, yep. And this is full bare bum too. No, no underwear. Full bare bum. Mm. Um, the woman, whose husband takes on the role of photographer when she wants to flash, said she hoped the page would help inspire body confidence and be a positive platform for people to feel liberated. Fair enough. There's logic behind that, I guess. Um, I set up the account after a friend showed me another account where a guy took naked pictures of himself all over the world. She said, oh, yes, I do remember that craze. Do you remember that one? Which craze was it? Again? What was it? It was like that whole naked hiking craze or whatever it was, where they'd go and take oh, photos yes. of themselves around the world. Yeah. So apparently that inspired this. So she she said, I always thought flashing was funny, so I started one about butts. Fair enough. The only ones I don't post are the ones that are poor quality or too sexual. I was yeah, it wasn't diverse at as first at first because I just want wasn't getting diverse submissions. But I'm happy to say that has changed. A lot of people write me to say they sent it, it because my page gave them the confidence to just be free and empowered. Well, that's good. I've thankfully only had a few photos removed because they were reported. So there's another one of her. Um, oh, okay, wow. This lady's just done it amongst an, an enormous crowd of people just exposing a butt completely. That's, that's um, interesting. All butts are beautiful to me. And all butts are also funny. My husband is super supportive and is my main photographer. He loves it and always helps me get away with my antics. Okay, well, at least at least the husband's along with it and isn't opposed to it. Something is very interesting to bond over, taking pictures of your of one another, or one of them, like bottom, no bottoms, no pants, which yes. is a very interesting... It's... Like it, well, I guess it's like it's it's is it like not fulfilling her, but is it you know giving her? A, yeah, but well, I'd say fulfilling. Is it sort of a fulfilling feeling, like a like is it a rush? Like is this well, her version I of think, like taking drugs sort of thing? Do you know what I mean? Like that sort of 
Um, well, as as she said, it was all about you know empowering people. So it's sort of she's trying to ins- inspire people to feel more confident about themselves, which is a good thing. So I suppose like, that's there's what no she gets da- from it. The message, no doubt, is a hundred percent good. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, but it's interesting how that own that are not that not all of them have got reported sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's interesting that because I I thought it had a no nudity policy, but is a bum. Nudity? Well, it's it not is, like it's not like you can see any private parts. Well, I don't know. Do you call a bum private part? Well, then again, people wear bikinis in that in public, and some of them, you know, pretty much show everything anyway. No, exactly, and that's exactly right. So. It's like it's the exact same thing, literally. Like so I've seen some girls on Instagram. Not that I follow them or anything. Don't we won't go oh, there. Oh, here we go. I, I def- we definitely, I definitely don't. Right. You know, you see here, th- you see things here and there, and it's like. They're wearing a bikini and it's like, it's not even, it's barely, it's like just a strip. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like what's the difference between that and exposing your bum? Mm, exactly. Yeah. It's an interesting, it's an interesting conversation. But like, you know, it's all about empowerment, but then playing devil's advocate once again, you know how there was that whole thing about, um, free the nipple, how yes. all these girls wanted to free their nipples, like, you know, show off the nips to, well, that was an empower women, but that was like, it, that was sort of like a bit of a. It felt like a bit of a feminist thing, do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, yeah. Let's give out, let's give ourselves something, even though, like, I don't know. It's do you, do you know what I mean? It's like, there's a way to empower yourself. Yeah, there's a, like there's a line. Yeah. Like, there really is a line. Yeah. I'm pretty sure guys wouldn't just go around for the sake of showing off their nipples. It's like, it's, I don't know. I wouldn't know because I wear a shirt all the time. Sorry, ladies. I don't like to go sorry, around shirtless. Ladies. It's just me. I'm not a normal guy. I'm sorry. I don't like to just walk around showing my tits to everyone. Fantastic. No, no, exactly. Neither do I. <laughs> unless it's in a comedic, unless it's in a comedic sense. See, that's see, it's an interesting, actually, interesting conversation. I had a conversation with my my girlfriend Taylor, and I said I would only get naked on camera if it was for a bit, like if it was for comedic purposes. Obviously, there's a bit of a that's a bit of a broad statement yeah like i'd have to nail that down like a little bit but do you know what i mean like for example in the trailer for on we tv the channel there's a pixelated version of my butt and i thought that's funny i thought it's like you know he's wearing this um cook and apron turn around to another shot and he's got no pants on haha it was funny yeah so it's fine it is funny yeah exactly but yeah. then there's the whole playing devil's advocate thing again. Is like you can't make nudity the punchline sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you can overdo a joke. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's all about context and relevance. You can't just just do it and hope. It's what's that? What's that? Shock value. You don't just want it for shock yeah. value. It has to have reason. But then playing devil's devil's advocate to that with my the Omni TV trailer of me showing my my butt, my pixelated butt is that shock value or is that random equals funny which is like random doesn't equal funny but i think it was partly shock value but there was other other stuff helping it so it wasn't just shock value yeah i think you rely too much on it like there's many many movies to do that yeah that is like let's just rely on oh the joke is that this girl has no top on ha ha look at her boobies shaking them around yeah. dumb dumb blom bimbo <laughs> those are the bad movies bad yeah. stuff yeah Interesting. Okay. Chris, let's let's move on to number three. Okay. Well, 
Here's one that doesn't involve any form of nudity. At least, I think. Mm, I haven't quite read this, so... (laughs) Okay, so the title of it is, Here's a crazy way to make airfares cheaper. Okay. This airline is considering a novel way of making flying even cheaper Mm. by removing seats and making passengers stand up during their flight. Okay, so... It's not the first time an airline has floated the idea, Interesting. but low-budget carrier Viva Colombia says it was very interested in the radical idea, which could help drive down the cost of airfares and make them more accessible to more people. There are people out there right now researching whether you can fly standing up. Via Columbia's, Viva Colombia's founder and chief executive William Shaw told the Miami Herald, we're very interested in anything that makes travel less expensive. Airbus first state started discussing the possibility of standing room flights back in 2003 when it came up with the concept of a vertical seat that would allow passengers to stand while being braced. So, I've recently done a lot of flights, right? Going to, to and from mm. China and all that. Ah, yes, of course. And Which you should listen to on our special two-part Chris Does China episode. Shameless plug. Shameless okay. plug. <laughs> so, yeah, traveling... When they have the whole, you know, fasten seatbelts, sit down, because there's turbulence coming, I would actually hate to be standing up when that happens. You'd be thrown around the cabin like mad. Because so like, there's no way to secure you down at all. Yeah, it's just insane. Like, I can understand, like, yeah, you could fit more people on the plane, but that's just crazy. So, in 2010... Yeah, it's a bit much. In 2010, Irish no-frills airline Ryanair announced plans to offer discounted tickets as low as $7 to passengers willing to stand on flights. The airline's chief executive, Michael O'Leary, proposed Airbus's vertical seats for special standing room, only sections on the f- of the flight. However, the idea was met with resistance from British and European aviation authorities and never um, eventuated. Well, that's fair enough, because it sounds so dangerous. Oh, God, yeah. Another standing seat was built in 2010 by the Skyrider. By Italian seat design company avio interiors which was designed for people to perch on and there's a picture of it here and it's like a little like a like a a slanted seat sort of thing so you're more standing Mm. but it's kind of sitting it's a weird sort of thing Uh, the skyriders design allow for a space of just 58 centimeters between seats meaning more could be packed onto a plane but it never got the required approval for use fair enough even Chinese carrier Spring Airlines discussed introducing vertical seats as recently as two years ago. So far, none of these ideas have taken off, and it seems like Viva Colombia's ideas may also fall short. Discussing the idea on Colombian radio, the country's civil aviation director, Alfredo Bocanegra, said it was not going to happen on his watch. People have to travel like human beings, Mr. Bocanegra said. It's a very strange name, but anyway. Bocanegra. Bocanegra. Anyone who has ridden on public mass transit knows that it's not the best when you're standing. Of course. Like, imagine if you're on a really long flight and you have to stand that entire time. Like, it's Yeah, just, it's not felt, comfortable. Like, it's supposed to be a, a pleasurable experience. Of course, yeah. I feel like if, you're, if you have, like, a disability or you're elderly or you're pregnant, you're a pregnant woman, like, it'd just be insane. Oh, God, yeah. That'd be horrible. You can't, you can't do it. Yeah, like from an airline standpoint, I can see that it would, yeah, it'd be a lot cheaper because you could have more people on the plane, all that sort of stuff. But that just seems ridiculous to me. Seems sure, there's stupid. other ways 
Surely there's other ways to save money. Surely. Well, they do a pretty good job at the moment. Like, for what you get on planes at the moment, it's not too bad, but... No, not at all. It's basically because they're, um, they're restricted to how many people they can have on the planes. That's mm -hmm. why they started the whole overbooking thing, which is what United Airlines did when, uh, you know, the recent United Airlines debacle happened. Ah, uh, yes, exactly. They want to avoid... Someone. Yeah. yeah. Like, because that... So just, they, they overbooked the plane. Horrible. Yeah, they mm -hmm. overbooked their planes so that if people pull out, they have people to fill the seats. But then again, if everyone who has booked a ticket turns up, they're overbooked. So they have people that have paid for tickets but can't get on the plane. So it's pretty ridiculous when that happens. No, that's stupid. It's like, why would you... Because that was that's bound to happen at least once. Do you know what I mean? Like, of course, that's just yeah. ho that's ho that's horrible service. I would yeah. never go back to fly on a comp like on a on an airline if that's what they did. Do they all do that, um, or is that more I just think, a select few? I think a select few do it. I don't think all airlines would do it because that'd just be ridiculous. But I think airlines that are trying to save money would do it because it's more cost effective for them if they have more people on the planes. So, oh, Jesus Christ, yeah. I don't think that'll go through. There's no way, in our lifetime at least, yeah. they won't do it. Yeah, yeah. I hope not. That just sounds ridiculous. No, it does. It really does. So, next story. Number four. Number four. Okay. Disney workers reveal craziest things they've seen at parks. So oh, this is yes. from Disney World and whatnot. It's supposed to be the happiest place on earth, but guests at Disney's theme parks don't always get the memo. From brawls over Snow White to a large guest getting stuck on a ride, the antics at the amusement park are wackier than any Disney blockbuster. Former workers at Disney theme parks have been splitting the beans, spilling the beans, sorry, on Reddit about mm. the craziest things they've seen in the House of Mouse. The tales shed a whole new light on what it's really like to work at the popular holiday destinations. Playing a real-life Disney princess or prince is a lifelong dream for many people, and the jobs at Disney's parks are highly sought after. But the following stories show there is far more to the job than wearing a fancy costume and posing for pictures with smiley children. So there's, an, there's a story here called Snow Fight. Snow Fight. Mm, While working fight. as a waitress... <laughs> yeah. While working oh, as a waitress at a Disneyland restaurant during the 70s, an employee witnessed a punch-up between the big bad wolf and one of the three little pigs. The waitress's daughter, who calls herself Coffee... S and then it's blurred out. I'm, I'm thinking it's Coffee Slut online. Said she went in the back room once and had one of the three little pigs... And one of the three little pigs was on his back, rolling around, with the big bad wolf standing over him, yelling, You stay away from her. Apparently, they both had a thing for Snow White. Oh. That's a strange little strange little romance there. The piggy and the wolf going for the, the sexy young... Um, what happened to Snow, Snow White, White again? Yeah. There was She ate, she got poisoned or something. Um, yeah, she had to go to sleep until she was woken up by true love's kiss or whatever. Oh, that's right. So was her true love be the pig or the wolf? The piggy. Interesting. The piggy, piggy? or the wolf? Hmm. Mm, um, I think, wolf. I think I'm going the piggy. I'll go piggy. Yeah, I'm going piggy too. Go the victim. <laughs> Power the, the victim piggies. of this. Power the piggies, exactly. Yes. 
All right, so the next little story, XXL Costumers. Um, Jesus wait, Christ. no. I said costumers. It's customers. <laughs> costumers. Good good English, Chris. Someone who did bloody uh, two-unit English. Uh, three. Oh, it's four-unit. Four-unit. You did two. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. You, oh, okay. It was four-unit. So XXL Customers. Jesus XXL Christ. XXL Customers. Most theme parks now provide extra large seats for bigger customers, but some riders are still a squeeze, which made life very difficult for one particularly curvy woman on a Finding Nemo submarine ride. Oh, God. <laughs> a former employee called Always Be Awesome said, you have to go down a very narrow, steep spiral staircase to get into the ride, and the ride operator suggested that she might not want to ride, but couldn't outright tell her she was too fat. She insisted on riding, and she had waited two hours, but when it was time to get off, she could not physically make it up the tiny stairs. They had to bring in a crane. Oh, no. Oh, Jesus Christ. There's a, there's a crane here put with a fat... Oh, no. Oh, that's just sad. Like, like ser- oh. ser- Seriously, it's like, if you're a big person, know your limits. Like you yeah, should, you've got to. You should know that yeah. you can't physically do some things, and you can't just say, "Oh, you can't just stop me from doing." It. It's like you can't. You physically can't, woman. Stop. Except you're gonna. I don't think is it that it's not going to end well. Of Something's going to happen. That's how people die. I tell fat people die. They get, they get like there was like oh, some guy got stuck in. Oh, I'm just can't, no, I can, can't think of the story. But you know, someone got stuck in between something and then died because he couldn't get food or yeah. something. You know, like that's oh, bound God. to happen. Jesus, Jesus that's Christ. just not good. It's sad. It's sad. All right, next one. Circle of Life. Mm. Okay, here we go. Some people really, really love Disney so much that they want to live on. <laughs> live. <laughs> what? They want to live at the theme park forever. Oh, my God. As a result, many guests bring their families' cremations to scatter around the site. Are you kidding me? One Disney worker called Overnight CM Girl said, Please, please leave your cremated loved ones at home. Stop dumping them in Haunted Mansion. They just get vacuumed up and disposed of. (laughs) Oh, no. That's sad. Why would you bring that to Disneyland? Mm, Why? There's many Disney. other places. Well, okay, it's like, do they love Disney or do the parents love Disney? Like, it sounds like it's sort of like feeding their own ego right there. Mm. Oh, that's that's just... sad. You have, to... you have to be a bit fucked up to do that, wouldn't you? <laughs> oh, that's... Yeah, that's, that's something special to me. That just doesn't seem... It doesn't seem right to me. That's just... No, it does not seem right, anyway, does it? moving on. Moving on. We'll move away moving from on. that silly one. Goofing around. Some people have trouble separating real life from fiction, which is problematic when it comes to posing for pictures with guests. While posing for pictures with guests might seem like a wonderful way to earn your keep, it can actually be a nightmare for workers. One former worker called Phantom Scarecrow said, In one of our classes, they explained how the characters had to have leads with them at all times, since Goofy was stabbed by a man who had been arguing with another adult about whether Goofy was a person in a costume or a real six-foot dog in a hat. Oh my god, are you kidding? They also showed us how to pose for photos. 
both hands had to be visible at all in all photos so the guests can use the photos as evidence that the characters were touching their butts weren't touching your, their, bus, their butts Ooh, really Wait, no, it says evidence that the characters were touching their butts so that's what? an incorrect thing in the article but i know what you mean like do what would would people actually do oh, that okay, like say oh my like, god like oh hey just... goofy's touched my butt that's just, and then what? sue disneyland oh it's like oh goofy touched my butt oh goofy Jesus Christ, why? Why would... Like, what would even possess someone to do... Then again, there's a lot of fucked up people who oh. were like, you know, they'll scream rape when, you know, someone just said hello to them. Mm. Do you know what I mean? There's people like know. that. So I'm sure you'd someone would go to Disneyland and say, oh, Goofy touched my butt, sexual harassment, and then it will cost millions of dollars in a lawsuit. Yeah, of course. Yeah. If you can avoid just, that, you know, like... Imagine the amount of people going through Disneyland every day. It's bound to happen at least a few times. Yeah. Yeah, that's just... That's just... Oh, my God. The fact that you have to go to that extent. That's that's the funny bit. Yeah. Anyway. um, Okay, the next one. Called Chunda Mountain. Excited children Mm. and stomach-churning rides mean that Disneyland workers spend a lot of time cleaning up vomit. Sometimes it can be so bad that it ruins a person's day. One former Disney worker said, a kid had ate a bunch of pasta with marinara and then promptly threw it up right in front of the entrance to Big Thunder Mountain. It was easily two feet wide and three feet long. Oh, God. Oh. Uh, big, old, big old chunky pasta marinara. Anyway. Oh, vomit is disgusting. Like... Oh, I've had, I've had, because like, I used to get really bad car sick. So I wore these little um, things in my, like around my wrists and it pushed onto my, something in my, I don't know, something in my, in my vein there, I don't know. And it's supposed to stop you throwing up. And it stopped me for a long time. Mm. And there's, a, there's other people who get re- like, they're really, they get it like really, really easily. Mm. Like uh, I'm, there's several times on school bus trips, the, the really long ones where somebody throws up. Oh, Bound yeah. to happen at least once. Yeah. Oh. And then those kids get ridiculed. That's yeah. sad, you know. Not everybody is blessed with a with a stomach like that, like a good stomach. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. So moving on. So um, apparently they did their best to block off the area, hmm. and then this dude wearing all white came running down the path from the exit of the ride to try and get back into line as soon as he can. Then thought he would be super cool guy and jump between the trash cans. So he jumps, lands in the bath, and his legs slip out from under him, and he falls and rolls into the red marinara bath. Oh, <laughs> it took him disgusting. a few seconds to comprehend. It took him a few seconds to comprehend what had just happened, but he eventually let out a blood curdling scream. Oh, that's oh, all white clothes that is too. Disgusting. Oh. Oh, covered in vomit. Imagine that. Imagine slipping in vomit. Oh, I don't even, let's move on. I don't even want to think about throw up right now. Jesus Christ. Oh. <sighs> nasty. She's nasty. What's, ne- is, what's next, Chris? So nasty. All right, so. Um, I'll, I'll let you choose here. Hmm. So I've got two, I've got two extras. Airport prank confuses travellers, or passenger gets strangest wake-up call. 
Let's go number two. We'll lock it in there. Number two. Lock it in, Eddie. Lock All it right. in, Eddie. Plane passengers woken up. No, plane passenger woken up by boy pulling out his leg hair. Oh my god. Okay. Why? Getting sleep on a plane is hard enough as it is. Hell yeah, I know that. I can't travel. I can't sleep when I'm traveling. Really? So, no, I can't. I've never been able to. I hate it. Um, imagine think. being woken up by this. A tourist got a very peculiar wake-up call in his flight from South Vietnam to North Vietnam when he woke from his nap due to a strange stinging sensation. I was on a plane from Hanoi to Saigon when I felt a stinging pain on my leg. Passenger Cristiano Ochao said, I was asleep and it happened to wake me up. When he opened his eyes, he saw a small hand coming through the gap between the chair in front of the window, yanking out the hairs on his thigh one by one. I look and see this kid pulling my leg hairs. I immediately started recording because this situation seems so absurd. <laughs> oh, there's a video here of this kid, just this, this hand coming through the seat, just plucking leg, leg hairs out from this guy. Oh, God. Apparently, the young, what? curious Vietnamese boy sitting in the row in front of Mr. Ochao wasn't used to seeing so much hair on a leg, so he took it upon himself to investigate. Mr. Ochao posted the hilarious video on YouTube, where it has already been viewed more than 80,000 times at the time of writing. Godspeed, little guy. We hope you got the answers you were looking for. Like, that's just... God, I hate to see my leg... Far out. If you saw my legs, oh, Jesus. Jesus, he thought it's. Have you seen? You've seen my legs, right, Matt? I've. Oh God, yes, I've seen your legs. Your hairy, your hairy, hairy legs. I'm a. I'm a Wookie. I'm a real Wookie. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. what? Like personal space, kid. Like, why would you pull out the leg hairs of someone else? Well, you don't even know. I don't know. I don't know. As a kid, it's it's just. It's, well, then again, yeah, he said he ha- he'd never seen a leg so hairy. So it's like, oh, I'm just going to give this a go. And if he's young, he doesn't really understand personal space yet, I wouldn't think, so there you go. Very curious. That's a curious kid. Yeah. Curious kid. Do you have any do you have any more stories, Chris? Uh not for today. That's that's the best I've found so far. Interesting, because well I have one. I have You've one. You've got one. Okay. I do. Now, have you heard of feminist frequency at all? She's a it's a it's a it's a web series, it is. It's a by this woman called Anita Sarkeesian. Uh, Sound familiar no. or no? I can't Maybe say not. I've okay. seen that one, no. Well, the, 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 this article, it says, Feminist Anita Sarkeesian calls YouTuber garbage human in yelling rant during VidCon panel. So VidCon is, it's, it's, a, it's an internet convention, essentially, with all the huge YouTubers and different web personalities come together. So, and she yeah. was... As it says here, the largest gathering of YouTubers is taking place this week at VidCon 2017. So this is last week. I think it was last week, two weeks ago. And one of the first panels to kick off the proceedings featured Anita Sarkeesian, who spoke at the Women Online Discussion panel on Thursday. Sarkeesian has courted controversy for her feminist takes on video games and the media, and she's been, crit- been criticised for misrepresenting her subjects. So she's she got her web series called... Feminist Frequency, funded on Kickstarter. So it's, it's defi- like a series of videos that look at women in video games. And she got a lot of flack for it. Because it was like, you know, it was that very, it was, you know, f- Feminist Frequency. She was, she's one of yeah. those very social justice feminists. Like how, like yeah. she would, with 
she didn't look at the whole context of games. Like if like, okay. oh, this character should be a woman when yeah. and like yeah, how some okay. women are treated. Right. But it's just how it is. Like that you ha- you have to look at the whole context. She just looks at there's a woman or there's not a woman in this game, and this is why it's wrong. But she's and she's yeah. she's she's had a massive mob cut come up come after her online for a long, long, long time. She was. Yeah, she's mm. she, and that was like that's, a, that's been like the last few years that she's been qu- quite big. But anyway, so she was at she mm. was on this panel, and like there was a lot of stupid people asking questions, like all these dudes. Like there was one guy who's like, "So you've said a lot of things over the past few years. Do you believe those things that you said? Like you know, trying to like get all wound up. But like if you're gonna do it, like at least be intelligent, sort of thing. Like that's a stupid fucking question." That's just dumb. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So she was, she was doing, during the panel, I can't remember the context before this, but one thing she said was, if you Google my name on YouTube, you get shitheads like this dude who are making these dumbass <laughs> videos that just say the same shit over and over again. So she said this while pointing at Carl Benjamin, who is known as Sargon of Akkad. So he's this big, not necessarily social justice warrior YouTuber, but he's, he's sort of like a... I don't know how to explain. I don't know how to explain it. Let me just let me. I'll go to his channel for a second, because he's more of a yeah. a commentator on the sort of on different political things and a lot of YouTube based stuff as well. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a, he's a, he calls himself a commentator and he does one of his because I listen each week he does a this week in stupid which might range just range from different things from entertainment to video games to politics to. A lot of different things like that, and just like includes like a lot of stupid things. A lot of his from just looking at his channel, a lot of the stuff does seem to be quite politically based and religion based. Yeah, but like all based in the context of, within the internet. Anyway, he was just sitting yeah. there, like him and a bunch of all these other YouTubers are just sitting in the front row, like, and she just pointed him out and called him a guy. He said, and I, and she said, and like I hate to give you attention because you're a garbage human. Like she pointed him out and embarrassed him in front of everyone. Wow. Like public he shaming. Was just like public shaming. Like they've there's a lot of people who have made sort of videos against her. There's a huge commentary community based around comment on giving commentary about different like different um situations, different events, and different personalities on the internet who do things like this. Hmm. And like there's no way she's gonna get a bet. She's there's no way like she's Anita Sarkeesian is known for not being able to take criticism and without, and she publicly shames one, someone who's just sitting in the crowd. Like a bunch of them came up. They were just like, they were sitting there in the front row. Like there's about 10 of them. Do you think sitting in the front row and just like watching someone else's panel is attacking them? Because I don't think it is. I think like you don't know their intention whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's just sad that, yeah. Yeah, that's not how you should be. That's not how that should have gone down, definitely. God, no. And it's just, like, it's, she's a bad, she's a bad example of what a feminist is. Of course, yeah. She really, she really is. She's, because Sargon has made several videos debunking her feminist hysteria. Yeah. As it says in the article. Like, she's done, she's done a lot of, she said a lot of stupid stuff. She really has. Like, there's like not a, not a lot of sort of evidence and a lot of meat to her arguments in that. She just says stuff and then, you know, 
as long as it's got a feminist spin. Yeah. That's what she puts okay. out. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. It's a, that's it's a, a big thing. It's a, it is a shame. And it's a shame that people, like she, she won't even open up. She won't even open up sort of, she won't open up her beliefs yeah. sort of thing. Like if, if somebody has a, an actual like opinion to give without attacking me, I'm going to, I'm going, I'll listen. Exactly. Yeah. Sure I mean, should. like, why yeah. wouldn't you? If you're going to have your own opinion, you better be ready to hear someone else's. It's like, yeah, jeez. Exactly. Imagine if you were not able to take criticism. Oh, God. Like, I would, oh, it's sad. Yeah. It really is. And I feel bad for Sargon. I feel bad for her. I feel bad for Anita. Just, she's, she's locked herself in a box and she's given, but the thing, the thing, the funny thing is she's been seen on all these like huge, like I'll go to a Wikipedia page. There is nothing about how a lot of these things were negatively, like how she, a lot of her videos in her feminist frequency series were like negatively received. Yeah. But then there's a whole thing on harassment and all this different harassment that she's given. And it's like, it, it sort of matches what the mainstream media think. Like she was on, I think it was like Stephen Colbert or something. And she was on a bunch of these other huge things as just like a feminist. Like the, the, the media don't, the media don't see the bad side of her. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. they just, oh, it's this whole political agenda. We don't go very political on On We Talk, but... I hate, like the me like this the whole media has sort of like has this monopoly on things, and so like the the mainstream media will show Anita Anita as just this like this woman who's fighting for female rights and all this other shit, but they don't see the other side of the coin. Do you know what I mean? They don't show the other side of the coin. They might know it. Yeah, you know exactly. What I mean? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Media is like sad. that. Yeah. yeah, it won't change. No, nope. it never will. You'll always nope. have these small voices that are that'll pipe in. They have all these small voices that'll pipe in with, um, sort of like that alternative take. Yeah. But you know there'll be nothing that'll, nothing will beat the mainstream media, ever. No, of course not. And that's sad. No. Anyway, yeah. A dark note, not a, not a dark note, but a negative note. There is there. An, let's. I think we should end this on a bit of a, a higher note. Well. High note. A high note. Okay. What I'm just trying to think of something off the top of my head. How can we end this on a high note? Well. Brad's not here, so realistically, high note. <laughs> exactly, good high note. Oh. Bye, Brad. Love you and leave you. Sayonara. Don't li- sayonara. Even though he left like how long ago? Two months ago at least. Oh, wow. Oh, we'll get Brad back on here. One day. We'll have. A, we'll have one day. Hundred thousand subscribers. You- uh, that's that's what we need to get Brad back. So, please, we need it. We, we need, need Brad. It. The br- we need it. Give us 100,000. Brad's the Brad is the saving grace. Will be the saving grace of this channel. 10, 10 likes on this video even. How's that? 10, 10 likes or 100,000 subscribers, yep. whichever comes. Whichever first. comes first. <laughs> oh god. Okay. This has been a We Are on We production. Head to onwe.tv for more. <laughs>